I understand what that song means now. I gotta go back and listen to that song. See, I ain't understand the song. We sing songs, don't even understand. I'm telling you, Zion is calling hit different when you actually move into a higher place. It hit different. We exalt the hit different when you actually exalt God. Yeah. What's up, man? Real Church Matters, episode 139. As always, got my brother with me. What's up, man? Philip <laughs> Hall. How are you, bro? I'm doing good. I'm I'm uh I'm living. That's one thing about it. We are living. Yeah. Yes, we are living quarantine. <laughs> but I'm living too. I'm blessed to um be here. I'm blessed to have my family safe and sound. I'm I'm glad that. I don't know anybody as of yet that is dealing with the the actual virus. Right. You know what I mean? I hate, I see people dying every day. Yeah, that's you know. Um, it's hard for us to kind of connect with the fact that people are dying when it's not people that's related to you. But prayers to the people who actually are experiencing family members dying for sure from something that you're not even a lot of people are not even paying attention to they're like oh we get a stimulus package how much is that going to cost us how much do I get for each kid and there's people that are actually devastated and hurt and scared I was reading there was a guy um, his grandfather died in a hospital alone because no one could come see him yeah that's tough and he was saying he don't care about anything all he could think about is the fact that his grandfather died alone and you know that's real i didn't know him but i said a prayer for him last night um because lord knows it fools my mother my father my grandparent i'm gonna get the virus <laughs> hey we busting in that hospital like john q <laughs> <laughs> i'm gonna have it <laughs> we're going in that hospital bro it's real, but um, just prayers to everybody, man. This is not a—it's not a joke. It's not a game. It's real life, and um, a lot of people profit off of suffering. But um, we better—we better stick to the word during this time. Um, with that being said, housekeeping, realchurchmatters.com. You can go there to listen. You know what I mean? Like just listen. Just share it with people. Y'all got people that are scared, afraid, anxious. I think I got podcasts to cover the gambit of stuff. Please just share with people. Just share with people. Listen, I had the least amount of listens last week, and I know everybody's busy and stuff. But then again, you're not busy. So listen, share it. Let somebody know about it. It's just conversations, real conversations that all of us should be having. Exactly. So, <laughs> with that being said, obedience over audience. It's needed at this time so let's get to it uh episode 139 and this one will be called the survival of the fittest and i've been going around and talking with my family about this um been talking with the church people about it yesterday shout out to um any anybody who wants the message that i preached yesterday i mean you don't have to know what it is or go to our church or whatever just if you're listening to this and you're curious, reach out to me. I'll send it to you. Um, but I've been t- 
talking constantly about prayer, mm-hmm. about fasting, yeah. about reading a word. Right. And something you just slipped in this morning. You was like, bro, I just got finished with my morning study. And then you just started vomiting off all this stuff on IG. But all of it was good. And it did my heart good. It made me get up. And even though I had to get up and kind of get out the way for we got things going on. I, I immediately found me a little spot and, and got to my word. Yeah. Now's the time. Like, now's the time. Like, uh, I guess in Boy Scouts, you got your little Scouts book. And and, and it help you walk through the, the you know, scenarios. Yeah, so you get so, your so, badges. Yeah, you get your badges. And th- these are the times where... Uh, this is survival of the fittest, like it is. And and those who don't have the means are left. So this is this is why I kind of said survival of the fittest. Yeah. It's because during this time, we are seeing that those who are prepared are the ones that are spiritually fit. Right. The same way, if this thing get real bad, yeah, it's going to be the strongest. Yeah. It's going to be the fastest. Yeah. It's going to be the the more most uh, equipped with weapons. Right. Those who can use weapons. Y- y'all y'all stockpiling weapons. You ain't never shot one in your life. Yeah. You're in the line right now. You, you just got your license. You're scared. I, I promise you there are people who got weapons and know how to use them and aren't scared to. And we're not prepared. We're not prepared. But I'm not trying to make you scared. I'm just letting you know the reality is, is that. Those who are going through hard times don't survive hard times if they're not fit. Yeah. And we're not spiritually fit? No, not at all. Like, I, I, it exposes it, especially now. It's like going to to gym and, and knowing, like, it's all fine and well until they tell you that everybody got to lift a certain type of weight. Yeah. Or being in gym class, like, oh, everybody got to climb this this rope right here. Yeah. And then it, it starts to separate. Like, even your friends, you're like, man, you good? You good? Yeah. And they like, nah, I'm not good. Yeah. And you don't know what to do to help them because they had, t- like, the preparation time has ended. It's like everybody can join the Army, but not everybody can be an Army Ranger. Yeah. Everybody can join the Navy, but not everybody can be a Navy SEAL. Right. You have to endure and be fit through this rigorous training that people fail all the time. That's why not only is it a small group of people that are Navy SEALs or Army Rangers, but the hardest jobs and the most dangerous, they send them. Yeah. They send them. And so when you look at your situations, like people are home with their families. Yeah. There's real situations going on, real concerns, real things that need to be overcome. And we're not prepared. We just the army. The Christian's supposed to be more than the army. We're supposed to be the Navy SEALs. We're supposed to be the Army Rangers. Why is it that we have one or two people? Some families are at least lucky to have one person. For us, it was our mom. Yeah, she was that army ranger. She was that navy seal. Yeah, no matter what situation hit our family, yeah, she was ready. She was ready. She was ready with what? She was ready with prayer. She was. I'm talking about not no prayer like we pray, not no prayer. Like, I'm talking about just the type of prayer that knock knock everything down. This type of prayer that would, that everybody in the room wouldn't be a dry. Do you know what I mean? You you would feel like the power of God. We talk about the type of fasting where everybody in the house watching TV. And my mother is off to the side somewhere reading a word. Yeah. 
I didn't even know what that feel like till now I'm older. And I'm sitting in my room praying and I hear everybody laughing as they watch a movie and stuff. And my mind is like, dang, what are they watching? That that sounds like it's fun. And you got to kind of focus yourself like, nah, nah, now's not the time for that. Even though people laugh, they laugh their way right into oblivion. Yeah. But, but the real Christians, that's how she was. She was off to the side, fasting, praying, reading that word. She understood God had what she needed. And I think that's the difference. She understood the urgency. Yeah. She understood the mission. She understood the objective. And she was ready to do it. And she knew where to get it from. Like, I think the problem is right now that I'm seeing is like people know they have a need. And at this point, like it's only it's almost the equivalent of Jesus being on a cross. And they knew he was thirsty. So they handed him vinegar. Yeah. And that's what I'm seeing out here. It's just like this mocking nature of the faith. And we don't even realize that these those people that was handing them that are people that felt like they had a relationship with God. Yeah. So they was that's why they always said, like, if you so the the son of God can call on your father right now, call your God. Yeah. Because they said, We know your your God is your God is not our God. The God we serve is not your father. Because he would save you. Yeah. He would rescue you. Well, that's all you hear here right now. And it, it it's almost like we got to set the record straight because God never said he, he was going to make us uh, invincible, superman or superwoman. And we wasn't going to get sick and we wasn't going to die. Like he never prom- like he just never promised us those things. He just promised us that we'd be more than conquerors. Yeah. Do you know what I'm saying? Like, that's the weird thing. In order to be a conqueror, you have to have engaged in a war. Yeah. Do you know what I'm saying? In order to win the fight, you have to fight. You know what I'm saying? Like, when people when people talk about, like, somebody's, somebody got beat up in a boxing match, I'm like, it's kind of weird in a way for us to commentate on something that we couldn't do. Yeah, absolutely. We couldn't last around. You know what I'm saying? I could laugh and be like, oh, man, Tyson Fury knocked that guy. He, he he tore up Deontay Wilder like he, you get in the ring. Yeah, you put the gloves on. Look at that white man. He don't he don't even have no muscles. He he looked like he just woke up, walked out of the bed into the ring, and knocked that guy out. You know what I mean? Like yeah. it's easy for me to talk about. Let me get in the ring. Let let me. It's, it's easy for me to say he look out of shape. Let me see you do six rounds of three minutes. I mean, that's the time we're living in now. Like, the pa- pastors got to actually live with their priests now because, like, money not making a difference. That's why you see celebrities quarantine, and that's why you see them bored, and they in the house just like you. And they and, and sooner or later, like, when I go in the stores, no matter how much money I got, I got a, I got $100 for toilet paper, and it's nothing there. Yeah. It don't matter if I got $1,000 for toilet paper. There's nothing there. Like, and, and it could get... Bad. It yeah. could get it could get worse. But one thing's for sure is the things that God is 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 trying to give us are things that are stripped away right now. And that the, the bro, that's the the crazy part is is that like you said, like we are we're in, are constantly in a position where people are they have mocked us for years. And now they're in a situation where we can actually prove to them 
we can show them that our God isn't a God to, to take us out of uncomfortable situations. He's a God that maximizes, strengthens us, equips us for these situations, for us to be victorious, for us to, even if I get the virus, bro, do you know what I'm saying? Even if I experience loss because of the virus, that I, I serve a God who has equipped me to handle it all. Just like he equipped his son to handle it all. Yeah. Why are we, we are no longer talking like Jesus no more, bro. You know who we talking like? We talk like Peter. Yeah. Jesus went and told him, hey, bro, so they're going to persecute me and they're going to kill me. And Peter like, that's not happening. Yeah. Not on my watch. That's how the church has always talked. And now this is hitting us. Even when this first started, I heard people echoing Donald Trump in that ludicrous talk. Yeah. Not the rapper, but the the just the asinine thinking that, hey, this is not going to touch us. Yeah. No, you're going to be touched. Yeah, for sure. It's going to happen. You're going to be touched. Do you know what I'm saying? Like, you think you're going to go in the ring and be like Floyd Mayweather, where you dodge and duck and run around for 12 rounds and then you won by decision? Nah. Ain't no, ain't, it's that's not easy like that for us. You're yeah. going to get touched. That jaw going to get tapped. You got to ask yourself, have you prepared? Are you fit for the beat up? If you're not, you're going to get knocked down. Yeah, for sure. What's happening right now, bro? <laughs> I mean, you're seeing it. You're, you're seeing, seeing people get knocked you're down. You're seeing people get knocked down, and you're seeing people are desperate. Like, desperation is really worse than the virus itself. It's nasty, bro. Because it's driving people to grasp at things. Anything. It's the equivalent of, like, people going to jail. And, and it's time, like, they, 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 they go in there one way, and they come out another way. Yeah. Whether it be, like, you know... They, their sexuality is compromised. Their well, faith is compromised. And their faith is compromised. Bro, that's the crazy part. That's not surviving. Yeah, that's not surviving. That's not true. But it's that's not, when we talk about survival of the fittest, we're not talking about people who made it through. We're talking about people who was able to persevere. Yeah, and that's not happening. That's not happening. And I and I'm seeing people shift their compromised. Yeah, I'm seeing the word even compromise to try to give people hope during a time where it's been prophesied. You know, when we read Timothy the third chapter through the whole thing, it's just like verbatim of what's happening. <laughs> he's, he's a, Timothy third chapter. You want to know why? Let me let me hit people to something. He, Paul wrote t Timothy in jail. Yeah, he was in jail. Yeah, we look at that. The message I preached yesterday. I didn't, I, well, I said it, and then it was like you, people didn't hear it, and I didn't repeat it. But Paul wrote Philippians from house arrest. He was quarantined. Yeah. He, the Roman government captured him. They didn't put him in prison because it was too much of an uproar. So what they did is they just purchased a house, put him in it, chained him to a guard. He was there for two years, almost two years. This man said in Philippians, he said, I've advanced the gospel more in this room than I did out of the room. He, when we fit, do you get what I'm saying? That's what I mean by when we're fit, nothing can stop us. It didn't say nothing can touch us. It said nothing can stop us. And we got to start preaching that correctly. I, I would be, I would lie to you, bro. If I'd be like, Phil, you start serving God, man. 
ain't nothing going to touch you. You won't see no financial hardships. What you reap is what you'll sow. What? This is the foolishness y'all think? And then y'all think that God is not with you because things are going bad? Do you get what I'm saying? Yeah. Something good happened for one of my family members today. And they said, glory be to God. Like, thanks be to God. Like, that's cool. But it's glory to God regardless. Yeah. If you lost your job today, instead of getting a promotion, it's still glory to it's God. Still glory to God. We are we don't have that mentality, bro. When things are going bad, we feel the least like a Christian. We feel the least favored. I'm favored because I've been equipped. You know, I, I brought up Floyd Mayweather. I don't know why, but his uncle died. Yeah. His uncle was his trainer. Yeah. Um, He felt he's going to feel that loss. Having somebody around to equip you for your fight. Is greater than having somebody around to cheer you on. Yeah. For your fight. Yeah, we don't need cheerleaders. We just we just don't <laughs> and like cause it, it, just, it just don't work like that. Like it it don't give that much morale. See, people could say all day like, "We will win. We you're gonna make it out." And cheerleaders. They, and, and they say that's encouragement. I'm tired of past the cheerleaders. Yeah, I don't I don't need that. I don't need that. Yeah, cause I I need I need to know how. I need somebody to tell me what I'm supposed to be doing. You're like, you can do all things through Christ. You can do this. You can do that. What the devil meant for bad, God meant for good. Yeah, but you didn't tell me it don't feel good. Yeah. Yeah, when he tapped my jaw, God is using that for my good, but it don't feel good. No, it don't. It hurt. See, the trainer is, I need a trainer. I need yeah. a personal trainer. That's what I, I try to be in your life. And I, tr I try to make sure that I encourage you and other people to be that in my life. Yeah. Because I don't need somebody when I come to you crying. And I have come to you crying. Yeah. I don't need somebody to pat me on the back. I need somebody like, bro, when that bell ring again, I'm going to need you to get up out this corner fighting. Yeah. Because this ain't going to work. I mean, that's what the word, like, that's what the word does, like, and that's what I was studying, because I'm like, during these times, I want to know how to handle it the right way. Bang. Like, I don't want to, I don't want to guess, I don't want to hop on social media and listen to people interpret what they think happening and stuff, when it's already written. It is already written about what's going on. So it, it does disturb me. Like, I'm not going to lie. It does disturb yeah. me about the reactions to some Christians. And then... That's just the awareness, bro. It's, it's coming more to your awareness. Yeah. You it's like some, watching somebody lift weights wrong. And I'm like, yeah, this ain't going to be pretty. You know it's going to end wrong with somebody under the squat machine. And they got a thousand pounds. And they not using the proper yeah. technique. I'm not, I'm not going to see that brother next week. Yeah. I'm not going to see him for two weeks. We just we just know. And then you can, it's even worse when you see somebody training them to do that. Yeah, yeah. And it's even sickening because you like, you passed the who? And you saying this right now? Yeah. Like, the end times? And maybe people people look. I got responses yesterday from the message. And one of the ladies said, this is a timely message. The crazy thing is that it is a timely message that you don't see on the tongues of people who should know what time it is. How is it that everybody don't know what time it is? I think it's divine. Like I think it's divine. Like God literally stripped away all, all the environments that make us act a certain way. 
In school, we act a certain way. At work, we act a certain way. At church, At church we act a certain way. All the veneers are gone. It exposes that you have no discipline. Yeah. You have no discipline. You want things to institutions to institutionalize you. Are you still going to get dressed when you're working from home? Exactly. <laughs> Do you know what I'm saying? Are you still going to get be productive? Are you still going to be productive? Are you going to take a shower? <laughs> you know what I'm saying? <laughs> That's the thing. It's like the reason why people are like, man, we should always do work from home. Mm, there's people who can do work from home, people who can't. There's people who are not fit to do work from home. Why? Because they don't have self-discipline. They don't have uh, self-correction. They don't have focus. They don't have the things that church masquerades. It's, church is like uh, the, the uh, waist trainer that all y'all wear. You know what I'm saying? You strap all of these things on you to prop you up. And so you look a certain way. I was telling one brother, I said, um, it's like a woman wearing jeans. You're assessing her body according to her clothes. Yeah. That's that body that you see is because of the clothes. Yeah. When you take the clothes off, that ain't the same butt you saw. No. I know you heard the genuine song. I know there is room in those jeans because guess what? Jeans set a form. Yeah, they're made into a form. Institutions form us. But when you remove the institution, we see we have no form. No form at all. Because the form is not from the outside in, it's from the inside out. Her body's shaped like that, not because she exercises, but because of what she's wearing. People have been saying it for years. Absolutely. You, you Christians act a certain way on, on the weekends and then they act a certain way during the week. Now church gone like the pa- the pastor was their personal trainer. Yeah. But he wasn't trying to build this person up to work out without him because then that means he has no job. And that's the same way we raise kids, <laughs> though. We raise we don't raise kids to be adults. We raise them to be kids. No, we raise them to be institutionalized. Yeah. So that's why you go to school and these kids are reading, but they're reading but don't know how to comprehend. Yeah. They're reading but don't know how to understand new words they never saw or heard before. Do you get what I'm saying? There's no phonics being taught. Do you, you know what I mean? They they know how to do math, but according to formulas that have been set up from the institution. They don't know how to achieve certain results just based on critical thinking. These are things that institutions can't teach your children when there's 35 kids in a class. Not enough time. Yeah. But you can. You can sit with your kid and you can break down reading comprehension. You can challenge your kid to have critical thinking. You can see your kid presented with a problem that they bring to you. And you can, instead of you fixing it, you can walk, walk through them how you fixed it. Yeah. Do you get what I'm saying? Oh man, uh, somebody's picking on you in school. I'll handle it. No, let's sit and talk about how we'll handle this. Yeah. What you need to do. I, sometimes people get upset when they, their kids will tell me, this, you know, kids are picking on them. And the first question I ask is, why are you in their face? Yeah. Well, they should be able to, to talk to people without them spitting on them and kicking them and cussing them or not wanting to be their friend. No, that's not, that's not life. Yeah, that's not. We're not teaching these kids to be fit. They're not spiritually fit. They're not socially fit, Phil. They're not scholastically fit. They're not emotionally fit. Where is the survival of the fittest? Yeah. Those who are stronger, those who are smarter, 
those who are critical thinkers, they win. Yeah, they do. They win. People fussing because McDonald's won't offer the, their workers pay while they unemployed. Well, maybe you should own McDonald's. Yeah, go ahead, take over. Maybe you should own McDonald's. <laughs> maybe I should. If we put you in charge, would you actually drive the company up or drive it into the ground? Yeah. You know what I mean? It's like the stim stimulus package. <sighs> Bro, I don't care. Guess what? If they decided, because they actually unloaded a certain amount of money, trillions of dollars. Somebody said, if you divide the, the money that they made by how many people exist in the United States, each person should actually get $16,000. Yeah. But they can't give you $16,000. This place would blow up. Yeah, it wouldn't, it, it, it wouldn't exist. It would be chaos, <laughs> Phil. Some people never had $16,000 in their hand at one time. Can't give us, you can't give fit, people who are not fit, you cannot give them. It's survival of the fittest because you need to be prepared, not just for what's happening bad, but what's good. Yeah, people still not going to spend the money right. They still, I mean, it, it can only stimulate you, what you focused on. See, but they don't care. They don't realize why it's called a stimulus package. They're not trying to stimulate your economy. They try and stimulate the economy, yeah. the economy that benefits them, not you. Yeah, it, it benefits the stockholders. Do y'all know that whenever the economy goes up or down, there are people who are rejoicing and cheering because the stocks that they make money off of, either by betting short on the economy or betting long on the economy. But those people are the people that benefit. Yeah. From your stimulus, your twelve hundred dollars that you're going to pay and give to them. I'm not trying to sound like uh, LLC Twitter. I realize that we all have to buy things and things. What I'm saying is, is that the game is rigged. Yeah, it sure is. The game is rigged. And since we know that, how can we not train it? And that takes us to what we're talking about today is I was it was remarkable to me that you took it upon yourself to study. And I know you probably study and stuff, but I can tell a difference when it's a study with intention. Sometimes you tell people to study and they do it because this is what Christians are supposed to do, right? Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> Ain't this what we're supposed to do? I need to be better about this. Let me add this to my regimen. But it's different when you see the power of it. And it's different when you have the intention to receive power from it. Yeah. You had so much to say. Isn't it crazy how that starts? Yeah. People be like, I don't think everybody was made to minister. That just let me know. You ain't you ain't fit. You won't survive. Yeah, everything digested is going to come out. It's going to come out. Just how the body works, how the mind works. And they don't see it that way. When they break their neck to call you and be like, yo, yo, what's going on? Why you call, you called three times while I was asleep? Oh, my bad. And they realize that what they called about wasn't even important. Yeah. They be like, oh, my bad. I just was calling and asked, did you see uh, Lil Boosie's IG Live? I'm like, what? what? I was just calling to see if you seen that uh, DJ D-Nice got 100,000 uh, people watching his string. I, why, what was going on? I don't, I don't care. Yeah. 
you're not you're he he's making money he's figuring out a way to make this thing work yeah but if it get any worse ain't nobody gonna be on his string no if this world start falling apart like it could yeah that brother won't even be mixing he won't be mixing the stream will be live and you'll just see a fire certain things will be a a thing of the past, like entertainment and things of that sort. Yeah, like, it's the first be, to go. I don't want to be entertained when when so, we, when when people are dying. It's a glimpse, bro. Think about it. If it is the end, we don't know if it is, but if it is the end, if this is the beginning of the end, look at the first thing to go. They shut down casinos. They shut down Broadway. They shut down movie theaters. The first to go is entertainment. Yeah. The first thing that's going to happen is God going to get the giggle up out of us. And everybody who can't live without fun going to find themselves in an uncomfortable position. They no longer have their vices to distract them from the realities of the world. The problems that y'all are now facing in your homes, which when you with home with everybody are the problems that always been there, but you was too busy distracted. Survival to fit us. Some people just realizing that people in their family are not well. Yeah, just now. Just now. Like, is that real? People jumping off roofs. That real? Well, you start to see it once. Once the world starts changing and it's nobody to force you into the daily routines of how to move. The way people are responding is very, it's very much like... I mean, I don't want to say they responding like people with disabilities are used to routine, <laughs> and they and they, their minds are able to digest what's happening. So they, because they're they they have such a connection to reality that their their reality, the sobering reality, that they can't deny it. Yeah, it's always in their face. Yeah, the man with no legs, he can't run around acting like he don't have no legs. Yeah, but the man with no faith can run around acting like he got faith. For sure. And he does. Yeah. <laughs> you know what I'm saying? Yeah. That's where it's the survival of fitness is very real because everybody can walk around talking about how holy they are until you get punched in the mouth. Yeah. All, all this stuff don't really matter. Don't really matter about preaching about prosperity when the economy don't exist. Bro, it don't even matter about followers and streams. <laughs> I was talking to somebody that was so excited about how many people was on a, a stream of our church service. And I'm like, it doesn't matter. Yeah. If we don't ha- if we don't have everybody actually buying in and understanding that this is this is a reality that we have to tend to. Yeah. This is a reality that we have to face. We have to to manage it right now for our families. Yeah. The pastor's not the person supposed to equip your family for what's coming you are yeah because just that quick church is down yeah you know what I'm saying on that level to that note I think that it boils down to that and and just to shift it over to a question that I wanted to ask you um and then I you know multiple questions but just based on your your purposeful engagement this morning to read the word. Um, do you feel like, what do you feel like because you did that? What do you feel like? 
I feel like I could have studied. I could have found those answers and, and those, and I could have stumbled across that understanding and kept it to myself. And not be a Christian. Like, God is calling for, not only for me to save myself, but to save those around me. And I think for so long, we we haven't taken advantage of that. We just complain about how many people are getting tricked or how many people are... You know, they grab, they grabbing on anything right now. And we can either point, poke fun at like, man, they talking about the 5G towers cause this and laugh at people and their conspiracy theories. Or we can let people know what God is actually saying to his people. You know, and, and this is his word. Like, begin to share share that. And for me, it it is really a wake-up call because I don't feel like I did my due diligence when things were, were normal. I think that's the greatest virus that's happening right now isn't the coronavirus it's, it's the the virus that's attacking our faith yeah and, and a couple of things about what you said number one the it says in the last days i think you you actually snapshotted this passage yeah in the last days one of the first things it says men will be lovers of themselves themselves when we talk about the true virus that's attacking people is that we get to see because of this how much people love themselves. So when you see the politicians say, hey, we gonna, we only going to do this quarantine thing for about two more weeks. Yeah, until Easter. Then we're going to kind of, we're going to open up the economy again because I know we're going to lose some people, but we can't lose the country. So now it's Hunger Games. Yeah. Now it's, y'all figure it out because we're not going to lose money trying to save y'all. Yeah. Now we realize that the people you've been waiting to guide you and lead you. Think y'all worth the sacrifice. They yeah. said it. Most some one person says, you know, the seniors, seniors uh, hey, the seniors are worth they they're worth the future. Yeah. I mean, let's not even get to the political aspect of it. It was the seniors that uh went to the polls and voted for this guy. But because that's that's neither here nor there cuz the other person could have dropped the ball too. Because yeah. none of them are caring about you. They're lovers of self. And when you know the world that we live on is based on this true foundation of people loving themselves, you might want to serve a God that loves you. And who told you this was going to happen. Because he loves you. Yeah. Like, that's that's weird. Like, everything I read in that in Timothy, and he went down and down. I'm talking about, like, not just one verse. The whole, whole chapter, thing bro. is, and you can you can literally play like you know the games where you got to line up something with another thing, and I could literally line it up with what's happening now. Yeah, yeah, and earthquakes, earth, you know, earthquakes and and, and 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 false teachers, all of that stuff is is happening right now. Like if we had to do a check checkpoints of, of the end of the world or yeah. God coming back. Everything been marked off. And I, it, that's where, like, I'm tired of people shedding tears over pastors who have fallen from grace. I realize now, like, you're putting too much stock in teachers. Like the parents that's been saying, I, I've spent two hours trying to work with my kid, and I realize teachers don't, <clears throat> teachers don't get paid enough. You know what I realize? You're not a great parent. Not at all. And you want teachers to get paid enough because you didn't realize how much you relied on them when you should have been walking this thing out the right way.
Think about it. If we only got 24 hours, kids at school for eight, right? Let's subtract eight. And then we sleep for another eight. Another eight. So you only got a third of the day left. Seven hours left. Eight. Which, well, eight. Yeah. Well, eight. How, how, many, how many of those hours, the eight hours, are you really pouring into your kids? Yeah, yeah. And you're talking about something real. And for those of you who don't do time management, I've learned to break down the day in eights. Yeah. So it's eight times three is 24. It's that simple. Yeah. Break it down in eights. A third of it is gone already. Yeah, it's already gone. Because I'm going to get my eight hours. Yeah. Some of y'all sleeping for 12, and so you're messing things up already. Because now you got 12, you only got, instead of you having 16 left, you got 14 hours. Yeah. <laughs> just 14 it, hours. It takes you about two hours to get yourself together, cleaned up, dressed, and out the door. And we ain't even talking about, like, getting to work and getting away from work. So if you if it take you time. I'm lumping get, that into yeah. two hours. Yeah. So So let's say we only dealing with 16. I just took your two. That's fourteen. Yeah. If you sleep for an extra two, that means that's that's four gone. So that's uh twelve that you got left. Yeah. You get twelve hours. Now you go go work for eight. Yeah. Eight gone. Now you only got what? Four, four hours. Now you come home, you feed the kids, you work on them with homework, you get them in the bed, you probably got one hour left. What can last off of that four hours? Like what what can make what can last for four hours a day? And I don't think anything can. What relationship? People people have marriages hanging on by a thread because of that four hours, bro. Yeah. People got children that are uh, in their rooms alone, not understanding or connecting with their parents. And you're like, why are you not communicating with me, Johnny? Johnny only know you four hours a day. That's crazy. And for that, if you actually sit with Johnny, and most of them don't. Well, now, now you get to sit with Johnny, and now you get to be disgusted about how Johnny don't look like Johnny. Because no you don't. Because most of them have to commute back home. So we already we gave them four. That's being conservative. It's yeah. really about three to two hours. Yeah. With Johnny. That's Johnny tough. got two hours, and then you like you ain't read the word. You ain't had no time to. Then you you like well Johnny, I'm gonna pray with you before you go to bed, and then you go to bed. And these days go like this fast and, and, and weeks turning to months, months turning to years. And then you're cursing. You're angry. You realize you're distant from your husband. You're distant from your wife. You realize that you, you've caused all this, this. There's all these disturbances. And you like, how did we get here? Because strongholds have had more time to build than you have spent trying to tear them down. Yeah. Think about that, bro. The reason why we call Terminex is because we need them to actually do things to stave off the growth rate of infestation. Because while you're sleeping, you occasionally kill a roach. But while you're sleeping, they're working harder to make more roaches. Yes. They're working harder to make roaches, harder than you are trying to kill them. Yeah. See, the the Terminators know. They know they're going to out-hustle out us. Yeah. The only way to trick them is to get them to take the poison back as if it's food. Because they're working harder to tend to theirs than we are to tend to ours. For sure. That's why everything, the lovers of selves, 
they make time in that 24 hours that we talked about. And then remaining three, that belongs to them. That belongs to them. And sometimes other things suffer so that they can get more time. They taking hours from job. The eight hours they at work, you think that they just focus on work? No, absolutely not. Absolutely not. Taking hours from work. This is why people don't want to come to church. Pastors don't figure this out. I wish I could sit with a bunch of pastors. They wouldn't listen to me because I don't wear a collar. They wouldn't listen to me because I don't have the schooling they have. I got schooling in other things. School is to learn trades. The word of God is not a trade. No, it's not. It's not a skill. It's one that we have been giving. It's birthed from us. And it's not just for certain people. It's for everybody. Yeah. Everybody supposed to do it. It's like playing basketball. All these guys play basketball. Are there leaders on the team? Yeah. Yeah. There's, are there people that shoot better than others? Yeah. Are there people with more responsibility? Yeah, everybody can't be team captain. Pastors are just team captains. But if the team captain get injured, somebody else better be ready to go play ball. Yeah, have to be. And they're not. Especially when we all been sitting here to play ball. You know what most pastors think they are? They think they Tom Brady. They're like, hey, I'm so good. I earned the right to be here as long as I want. And Belichick like, no, 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 no. We're done with you. Yeah. 20 years is enough, bro. You deserve the right to go and find somebody who could use you in your state right now. But in order for us to win, we need somebody younger. You had your time. This is what pastors don't realize. You just play a role. Yeah. One day they're going to move you out of that role. And if you didn't prepare somebody else to fill that role, like you live forever. Yeah. What's happening? Right. This is survival to fit us. And I'm telling you, the world is making the most of their time more than we are redeeming the time. That's for sure. They, they built for chaos. Absolutely. They, they operated in chaos the whole time. This ain't, this is just dress rehearsal. Cause what do you, what's the main thing you need in the time of trouble like this to survive in this world? Self-preservation. Yeah. What's the main thing the Christian need in to survive in this world? It's faith in God. But more time is spent preserving self than reserving self for God. That's the reality. Yeah. And so while, yeah, those people have more money because they work harder at it, you could work hard at it too. I, I just, this is the other thing. I'm baffled by people who are seeking God for money. If that's what you love, do not seek those things from God. He is not in the business of giving you the things that you love unless it's him. You can go seek those things other places and you'll be just as rich as Steve Jobs. There are people who know him better than we do and knew him better than we did who tell you he's he was one of the worst people to be around because he had a mission and nothing got in this way. Yeah. Not having children, not having a wife, not having a partner, business partner. He just told his business partner just kick rocks. Like, I'm on a mission. When he left this world, he left on a mission. Right? No, he did. An innovator. Not innovating because he wanted to help the world, even though the phone has helped the world. He innovated so he can make money. money. Yep. 
do other people benefit from our self-preservation? Yes. But let's not be fooled. These people have built whole systems because of what they do for them. Yeah. Christians supposed to be building whole systems for what they do for God. Yeah. We don't have no time. Right. Eight gone, eight gone, four gone, four left to build God's kingdom. Think it's getting done? Imagine, bro, if you got hired for a job to to build out something, a house or something, and you told the person that hired you, okay, so here's a timeline. I'm going to come here every day for four hours. And they're like, my God, so when are you going to get done? It's hard to say. A lot can happen in those four hours. I might not even get started working the hour in. Yeah. All I know is I'm only giving you four hours. Right. A project might last for two years like that. Yeah. So imagine if you, somebody's out there saying right now, and I know there's somebody out here listening who's saying, I want God's wisdom. I want to know what I should do in this time. And proceeds to only give an hour to it every day. Yeah. Imagine, bro, if you put an hour a day into learning to play the piano. Would you be as good as you are? No, I wouldn't. Imagine if Michael Jordan put an hour a day into shooting basketball. You think he would have been Michael Jordan? No. Kobe Bryant said it best. He said, I wake up at five. When I realized other people's waking up at five, I woke up at four. And he said from four o'clock, he went through his whole schedule. He By the time he got home, it was like 10 o'clock. What did that brother do? He fought to take away that eight, that that 24 hours as much as he could yeah. to advancing. He gave himself probably less than eight hours of sleep. Yeah, for sure. So he took back a great deal of those hours. He probably ended up working for 19 hours, giving himself five hours of sleep. Yeah. He realized he couldn't do that when he had kids. Then he started chipping away at that. To give them time, but he realized he couldn't really do it, so he retired. Yeah. So then he poured all of that time into his children. Everybody knows the game here. We only get 24 hours. That's it. You're only going to excel at what you put time in. Yeah. So if you're not putting time in God's word, in reading his word, in praying, in fasting, and you think that you're going to be a spiritually fit person that can survive... The wolves are going to eat us. Yeah. God ain't trying to train us to be wolves. That's half y'all problem right there. You're up there praying to God to make you a wolf. Yeah. They want more money. They want the money to to open up things that will. To make ways. Yeah. That's why they, people champion that scripture. He's like, uh, what was meant for the, the wicked. We took it and made it for good. No, you didn't. You took what was for the wicked and you became wicked. Especially during these times. It, it, it's tough. If I see, you know, a lot of people are circulating. You know, they about to come out with different songs. And they like, hey, man, uh, yeah, we about to drop this this song right here. You know, where everybody do a promo of us washing our hands. And, and I'm just sitting there like, you still trying to profit? And with and 
and you can see that your profit margin during this time is is zero. And they're not wolves. They're just wild dogs. <laughs> just hyenas running around here. It's it's sad. It's like, sad. It's sad. Like, how many conferences people are going to do, like, during this time? Absolutely. Like, or are we going to keep running around preaching? And- Bro, it's the pastor that holds a Bible study at the White House, he's, he came out and said, this virus is to to in response to the overwhelming spike in homosexuality and transgenders. We still on that, bro? Like, like really, y'all still on that? I want, this is what I want you to do. I want everybody to challenge their pastor. Hashtag challenge. Before we talk about another homosexual, challenge them to show, to have their children and their wives stand up and take a polygraph. Yeah. I want no more testimonies. I want polygraphs. Well, that's my biggest thing. <laughs> I, 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 I've started saying it like, you know, I want to see the families. I, I want to see the families. I, I want to see your fruit. Because it's easy for people to, to come out and make statuses and easy for people to say, do this and do that. Because you're not gay. You're not gay, so you like we we all can agree on this, right? Yeah, we all can agree. I can agree. I know it might sound like I'm gay out there because I I just have a I don't like that we focus on that when we have such broken homes. Yeah, forgive me for, for being for for focusing on the things that are really the problems. Well, I start saying it like when I hear people like when I I have a lot of business conversations with people and then they throw things out like. Nothing's too big for God. I say, suffer your lust, suffer lust, suffer broken homes, <laughs> suffer broken homes, broken marriages. You, you ain't talked to your big. daughter in two years. That's too big, but that's too big for God. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Or your kids at home is selling drugs and stuff like that. So that that's too big. Oh, also, what's too big for God is your greed. So for some reason, as big as God is, He's bigger than HIV. Yeah, but He is not bigger than SEX. Yeah. It's just weird. Yeah. It's weird like that. He's big when he is convenient to us. Yeah. And I started saying it and I and it started to bother me because I couldn't let it slide no more. When people say these things or text me and like God knows I want to just talk about regular stuff. And then they say things like that and they're like, uh and before I'd be like, I'ma just let it slide. But now I'm like like a wild dog. You and I say be. it in a loving way. I'm like, nah, like, if if we're going to keep, let's keep that same energy when it starts talking about things that matter to God. Yeah, yeah. Not just the things that matter to us. Here, let me help y'all out because I know this is going to sound like I'm such a jerk, but I just want you to think critically. For all you people just putting hashtags about girl dad, I'm going to follow these hashtags about 20 years from now. I want to see how these girls turned out. For sure. For sure, like <laughs> I'm, I'm, I'm so serious, and it, and we not saving people by not talking about it. We not, we not, and and like I noticed something on on Instagram, and I'm gonna say it because I'm just gonna say, it. <laughs> like <laughs> Sarah Jakes said, you know, God will break a covenant for you, and she went on and she was like, you know, he the way he's gonna take you, you know. He'll break the covenants of marriage and he'll do it. And I'm sitting there like, yo, like, 
I want to see how many people he menaced. And I went. Oh, they're everybody. And I was like, oh my gosh. Because for me, it's like. It's a dangerous game that's being played, Phil. But I, I can promise y'all, whenever people sp- uh, speak against commitment, whenever people speak against discipline, whenever they speak against the fruits of the spirit, whenever they speak against peace, hey, it's fine to have peace, but sometimes you got to you gotta wreck stuff. No, 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 no. When they speak against discipline and commitment. Or the things that God, like his covenant is the only reason why we exist today. No matter how bad we've been, he has stuck to his covenant. He regretted the day he made us, just like some of y'all regret the day you got married, but he didn't break the covenant. The covenant. So it, it, it just rubbed, and I don't want to say it rubbed me the wrong way. It did, and it should. <laughs> so, because I, I was sitting there, I was just like, it's like hearing about like you, and, and, and hearing people talk about you, and say, yeah, Forrest is out there slinging rocks. I'm like, no, 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 it, that's not his character. So, so what's, hap- what's happening here? Because I know this man. And I know where he was yesterday. Like, I know where God is today. And he don't stand for that. He never stood for that. Never. And they hear people say that. And they hear, like, people being mis- misled. I, I immediately got less affected by the coronavirus and realized that th- this is something else that's dangerous. I would be interested in listening to that her message so that I can uh, react properly. Because what I've been doing lately is when I hear wrong, Listen to it thoroughly. Listen to the scriptures they're using. But I'm going to bet, I'm not a Bible scholar, but I'm going to bet she's referencing to scriptures where God relented or repented, where he backed off on something he said he would do. But they don't understand. When he does that, it is not him breaking the covenant. He is doing it in response to the ultimate covenant. The ultimate covenant is with us. Yeah, it's it's never to fulfill the lust of our flesh, or the desires, or or to 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 move us ahead in See, this world that don't mean that. When he relents and repents, he's saying he's relenting from his anger. I and people people don't understand this, bro. But I'm just assuming. I'm pretty sure she 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 got she has the proper backing and the proper teaching that, that helps people to finagle around scriptures and and be very surgical yeah. in what they say. But when you hear it, you have to, it's not going to, you can't get frustrated that other people hear what they want because that's the way they positioned it to meet them at their want. And that's sad. That's sad because I'm in a place in life where I understand my wants. I understand my needs. He wanted to kill us. Yeah. But he relented. I'm never going to twist this word to match my wants. I'm the type of person where, like like they were saying in American Gang, like, just don't mix it with anything. Just call it something else. Why call it Christianity? Why Just say you're an inspirational speaker and you're going to speak these things that you've embodied within yourself. Just say you're a, you want to empower women. But they, don't there slap. Are, here's the thing. People, you got to understand something. All of us have felt at times we've made a mistake. All of us have felt at times that we've made a mistake in the people that we've chosen. Man, you, listen, you. I'm gonna say it like you don't think that every married person, I include myself, want to break a covenant. 
when they stop acting right and things happen wrong. Like, you know what I'm saying? And this is coming from somebody who has marriage problems. Yeah. And I'm I'm looking at it and I'm saying, this ain't right. But I'm not saying this ain't right based upon, like, I'm not, a, I can't be a partaker of that. Sure, I love to partake in, it, in that, that fruit, but I know it's misleading. But yeah, that's where it's like, it's a survival of the fittest is so important because people are saying things are broken when they never fix them. Fix them or try to. Or try to. Oh, I put more effort in getting a bag than you are maintaining your home. What is the thing that says on the divorce papers is irreconcilable differences. We need to read the dictionary. Irreconcilable means it is broken for good. You cannot, with a straight face, say you're, you've tried enough to come to a place of understanding that your marriage is f- forever or irrevocably broken. Yeah. I, I, nobody can feel. It's no, not just you. Nobody, nobody can. can. And I don't want to embark on that in, in us. Like, <laughs> I don't want to, I don't want to, like, like, because these days we say these things just because of selfish intent. I don't want to get, like, I don't want to say, force, I want to divorce you. And then, like, a week later, I'm doing everything I said broke it. I'm, I'm doing, like, all of a sudden we could talk. Yeah, yeah. All of a sudden we cool. All of a sudden we, like, that that part. Ooh, now that I'm out of this commitment, I feel an elevated sense of I can now deal with you. Why? Because I've distance myself from commitment but I don't want to distance myself from you that's very and, and that's the name of the game says. because that is the lovers of self lovers of self don't like commitment lovers of self do not like to be disciplined they don't like schedules lovers of self do not like to have to give more than they take do you understand when we're talking about survival to finish, your marriage can survive when you're spiritually fit. You know you can pray more for your wife. You know you can seek God more for the wisdom and how to handle your wife. You, this is the other thing, Phil. We fail to grasp the word which allows us to handle people. Yeah. It's made to like like we were saying about Roger Mayweather. Like it's made to teach us how to navigate in this ring of life. Like even when we hear it, we're looking for what the word can do for us, not what we can do with the word. Because in all of that, the only word that actually is a cuss word to people is do. I don't want to do. I want God to do. That's why they enjoy singing songs about how big God is until they realize that greater is he that is in me than he that is in the world. God is as big as you allow him to be and can do as much as you decide to do. I say that again. Just got to say it again. God is as big as you allow him to be in you. And God can do as much as you allow yourself to, to do. do. God, I want you to touch my family. Then raise your hand out and touch them. Yeah. God, I want you to show me how to show me how to take care of my family. Here, I'm going to show you. 
this, this, and this. <laughs> okay, all right, great, God. So now I need you to give me the strength to do it. Okay, I already did. I worked in you the strength. Now do it. Now, God, I'm so afraid. Yeah, so afraid. It's just not easy. Okay, so now I told you cast your cares. All right, did you do that? Okay, now I need you to get to work. Yeah. We The message is never go past all of that, those excuses. We're constantly preaching to the excuses. It's time to get to work. It's time to preach the do. I need you parents when you're home with your kids to realize that I need to create structure in my home. That I need to engage with my children. That I need to spend time with them. That I need to learn how to teach them. That I need to take the authority back from the institutions and start to institute God and his kingdom in my family. You are your children's teacher. Your children shouldn't be in love with their teacher more than you. Right. Oh, I miss Miss Johnson. Miss Johnson, she loves me so much. Miss Johnson hugged that baby more than you. Yeah. Bro. <laughs> she spends a lot of time with him. Miss Johnson cry for that baby. Miss Johnson pray for that baby. Yeah, teachers deserve more money because parents have given them their job too. I might chop that and put that. Uh, I might have to put that on Instagram. <laughs> the, the, that's the reality. The yeah. reality is, is that I'm mad because my wife is not doing things for me that I shouldn't be asking her to do because it's not her job. Just like it's not Miss Johnson's job. Yeah. To do what I'm supposed to do. Right. Baby, every time I talk to you, you don't make me feel good. That ain't her job. No, it's not. And and if you tell people that, it begins like, no, like you're supposed to make each other happy. No, 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 you're not. You're just not. The help me. That's not the help me's job. If y'all want to know the help me's job, y'all need. I'm not gonna tell y'all everything no more. Some of the game is to be told. Some of it is to be learned. Yeah, you got search for it. You, you got search for it. it more. You 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 will appreciate it more. You want to know what your j- wife's job is? Read the word. You want to ask questions about it? Hit me up. Read the word. You know, I'm sorry. I had to act like I was looking at someone. <laughs> Read the word. No, that's real. You want to know how to be a good parent? Read the word. It's all in there. You know, half the PTA meetings is just teachers trying to see how good of a parent you are. They're like, hey, Johnny don't even stay awake in class. Like, is he? How is he at home? Is he? They tell you things about your child you didn't know. Yeah. Be like, Johnny's real inquisitive. Like, he loves to draw. You be drawing, Johnny? <laughs> yeah, ma, I be drawing. You won't know. Yeah. You in your room, sitting on your phone, texting somebody who don't care about your child, trying to get them to care about you. Can you imagine that, right? <laughs> Listen. It's like I shared with you, like what Shannon Sharp said. He said at this stage of his life, he want to be with somebody who he's a partner with, not a sponsor for. That's what God looking for. Yeah. He is tired of being our sponsor. He wants to partner with us. And he told us how he want to partner with us. He said, I, I want y'all to fellowship in my suffering. Yeah. 
Don't you fellowship in my resurrection? Some skin in the game. Bro, I realize the same way that Rocky felt watching Apollo Creed get his brains beat out is the same way I feel watching you. I'm screaming, throw in the towel. I want you to stop because I see you don't look like you're going to make it through the round. Yeah. And I don't think that you're going to just be beat up. I think he's going to kill you. Yeah. I'm actually screaming it. He's killing him. Yeah. I remember I, I prayed for you one time and I was like, God, I don't think he can make it through. This is, this is too much for him. God had to reprimand me. It's too much for him. I'm trying to understand. Like, if anybody knows what's too much for Philip, it would be me. You got created six years before him, but you don't know him. Yeah. <laughs> I'm acting like I know you. I'm acting like I know your strength. I don't even know your full potential. Do you know what I mean? I don't. I don't. I just don't know. I have to trust God that if He got you in the ring. Even when you like you getting your brains beat out, it's good for you. Yeah. And I gotta let you finish the match. Keep pulling people out. Do you know what I mean? No, no, no. We're throwing the towel. Get out of that marriage. You're taking too much beating. No, 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 Phil, Phil. Disconnect yourself from that. No, no. Engage. When you come in that corner and you like, that last hit might have might have rocked me for us, and I'm like. Breathe, pray, read your word, fast. When that bell ring, you get back in there. You get back in there. That's why I told the other day I told you, give yourself the evening. You, I know you upset, you hurt. Give yourself the evening. Sleep it off. But when you get up, it's time to get back in. Yeah. Got survival of the fittest. If you you got a responsibility even to your children. Yeah. To train them. You can't train them to be a survivor if you ain't surviving. There's a shortage of men, Phil. There's a shortage of men. Do you get what I'm saying? There's a shortage of men who know how to do this. They getting beat up every day. Every day. We supposed to be Rocky, but we Apollo Creed. We talk a good game. We dance. Instead of the American flag boxer shorts, we got the ones with crosses on them. And we like praising in America. Yeah. Serving the Lord. World, the world. Yeah, we, 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 you know what I'm saying? Like we, and the Satan, Satan's Drago, he just like, I see it. I'm going to beat the brakes off with this man. <laughs> it's, a, it's a fight we, we bargained for it too. We asked for it and we mocked it. Yeah, it was ex exhibition. Every song we sing, stepping on the devil's neck. We are victory. We are victors. We're more. We're stronger. We're more than conquerors. God is greater than the world. Then the world come. Some of these men sing these songs. They got big talk. And then all of a sudden it's scandals. Yeah. So God's so big that a vagina knocked you down. That's it. That's all I took. Yeah. God's so big, the drugs knocked you down. That's wild. Jesus endured many lashes. You couldn't endure a blunt? Yeah. 
You know what I'm saying? Satan himself tempted Jesus. Yeah. And you couldn't withstand a DM? Nah, that's what makes Bro, we, we talking right now. <laughs> Survival the fittest. It's not no strong men out here. It's men that try to play strong. Yeah. See, you stand up Apollo Creed and Rocky together. Who you think people going to put money on to win? Right. Nah, they going to put it on Apollo Creed. That black man stronger, bigger, faster. He, that nigga was... That guy... <laughs> That guy was he was shining. He, he was nah. He, was. he looked like a fighter. Yeah, I, I mean, mean Rocky Christ, said it. Rocky. I mean, Christians look like fighters, bro. A lot of them. A lot of them. And when the world come in like Ivan Drago, they gone. I mean, it's happening now. At first, you know, I watched everybody like, man, this this week off was amazing. Like, y'all talk if y'all want, but we actually work in church and this. This one week off felt good. And the second week, it was like, man, this this different. And then now it's like state of emergency, but it's been a game the whole time. And I would say, even for, for me, I would say, like, it's a wake-up call. This whole thing is a wake-up call. Not with the virus as much, but more so, like, the stripping of all the distractions. Once you're able to see without all the glitz and glam of what this world is. All the dancing. The, once the intros are done, the bell rings, and you tapping gloves, and we going at it. Yeah. It's no more dancing. I, I want to be Rocky. I, at the end of that movie, he won, but he didn't look like he did. No, he didn't. The man beat him to the point of... He looked like he was going to die. Yeah. But he won. That's us. We got to take a licking. We got to stop trying to be scratchless. We got to stop trying to have a bru- no bruises. Yeah, no. You're not going to get, a, you know, a flawless victory. There's no flawless victories. No, never. But there is victory. Yeah. It's just not flawless. And it's never been. Never been. N- and some of y'all are so busy trying to be flawless that you never have no victory. Because as soon as a hit is, uh, as soon as anything is laid, as soon you, as it, you throw the joystick. Oh, yeah. It's, 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 hit, it's hit and reset. This ain't what I signed up for. I wanted to do this flawlessly. That's why you ain't, you know, you haven't, you stopped more things than you started. And you've quit more things than you finished. Because the look of struggling disturbs people. The look of it. The look of it. Success is ugly. Yeah, watch me struggle. Watch it. Watch me. Somebody said it so perfectly. He said, struggle comes with accomplishment. You'll never see a person who accomplished something who didn't struggle. But you'll always see a failure. Who may have never struggled. Yeah. Because people who don't want to struggle. Always fail. I'm leaving this relationship because it shouldn't be this hard. Love should be easy. You're a failure. Said it the scripture yesterday. The sluggard craves and desires a lot. But works little. 
So he gets nothing. People go into marriages and want a lot, but not willing to work for nothing. Do you know what I'm saying? Yeah. That's the wild part. You want a lot. You don't work a lot. Want minus work equals nothing. <laughs> he said, but the righteous shall eat the fruit of their hands because we work. You put in the work with your daughters, and I promise you, those girl dads will turn into God's women. Yeah. Y'all put work into your sons, and those young men will turn into men of God. They won't turn into homosexuals. Turn the men of God. They won't turn into baby-making machines. They don't support their children. Turn the men of God. They won't turn into men who sh who shriek and run from all discipline, all work, and all efforts to build God's kingdom. Had a pastor say to me, he said, uh, yeah, a guy used to go to our church. He left. I know you knew him. Uh, yeah, I knew him. But I could have told you what type of man he was. He came to that church looking for something. You ain't have it. You wasn't willing to give it if you did have it, so he gone. He wasn't there because he was there to learn. He was there to take advantage. Yeah. And something I share with you, and we'll close out with this, is that, bro, in order for us to know we're strong, that means people can utilize us. Yeah. If we can't be utilized, then we're not strong. Even the weak can be used. You know what I mean? Yeah. That's why slaves, they never were given good food. They were given enough food to get them going, but not enough food to make them strong. I don't need y'all healthy. I need you trying to run away and, and run out of breath. I need you trying to run away and having a heart attack. Even the muscle ones, they the, the amount of... Stuff that they ate, though, it wasn't healthy. Black man has never lived full lives. We've constantly been put in a position to eat and take in the worst. Never be primed for success. Never be primed for victory. They're not interested in us winning. They're just interested in us making it a good fight. Yeah. And that's the sad part. It is. Because... Y'all don't know how entertaining it is to watch y'all try to be Christians and get your tails beat. To the world, it's very entertaining. That's why you'll see it at every given moment, there's an article about some pastor doing something stupid. <laughs> one of the guys, one of the guys that uh, used to be a road manager, uh, used to drive us around and, and for a lot of the gigs and stuff, and he had posted on Facebook, he said, "Hey, any of my atheist friends find themselves calling on God during these times?" And all of them was like, <laughs> "Nah, we having fun just watching y'all squirm and try to explain God in this. Like it was just different, like things." And I was just sitting there like, "Wow, this is amazing because it's a certainty that people have in watching." Christians take those not be consistent. It's why people like World Star. 
They love watching people get knocked out. The thing about it is to have that foresight to pull out your phone to record, and I and and because it's, it's no it's no it's 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 no propaganda that what's happening to the church wasn't going to happen. Yeah, like people could see it a mile away. People could see it like, hey, this is watch this. Why even right now they say watch. Watch them try to open church for Easter. Oh, absolutely. Bro, when I tell you, <laughs> even, I'm telling you, bro, this is happening all ordained by God. Yeah. He's had enough. He's had enough. The us dressing up, when you speak against it, people get angry. Yeah. I've been speaking against Easter for so long, it ain't even funny. Yeah. Just, just this whole ritualistic thing. When people don't even live the resurrection. No. We celebrate the resurrection, but we don't live it. It's kind of like people celebrating the death and remembering people in death that you never knew. There's a family somewhere that doesn't like that every time at that same time of year, you remind them that their loved one died. Yeah. Feels good to you to celebrate and remember. It hurts them. Because they know the person. It's the same way with the celebration of Easter. Yeah. We celebrate the resurrection, but to truly honor this man's death, we would have to live a dead and resurrected life. Yeah. I'm not honoring my father if he dies by drinking myself into a stupor. No more than we're honoring God by celebrating his death and resurrection, his son, death and resurrection, with jelly beans and nice clothes. Yeah. We're doing our children a disservice to. Absolutely. Do you know what I mean? Because they're constantly in this realm where they are celebrating things more than they are living Things. And they try and put it together and then you wonder why once they put it together it's disgusting because you know like sometimes I try to figure out like where did you develop this bad habit from why did you put this together like this and then you have to look at the breadcrumbs like you're watching you're learning and this is what we, we told you to draw without telling you to draw yeah we just told you to celebrate things we just told you to acknowledge things. We didn't tell you to live anything. It's like everybody was excited that these teachers in Waldorf got in cars and had a little parade, hunking the horns around the neighborhood. That doesn't impress me. Yeah. If you really wanted to do something, get out your cars, get back in your homes, and come up with a proper curriculum to teach these kids in distance learning. Other than just an hour on the Zoom with them, reading them a book, and then awkwardly silent, and then hanging up. It's weird. It's, it's just crazy. We won't survive this no. unless we actually get fit. So y'all better start learning how to hunt in that word and find the meat for yourself. Because you only get to eat what you kill these days. Yeah, you got to actually... Take time out, grab your word, and really engage in it. Like, not just 
read through a few chapters because mama told you to or pastor told you to for Bible study or for church homework or something. You really got to engage in it because you you desire this relationship with this God that you you might meet sooner than later. Yeah. <laughs> Bro, when I tell you that this was a good lesson, and I hope people listen to it and put it out, and I just pray that people are listening because this is the this is all of the warning that you need. You know what I'm saying? I, you notice we're not talking about God protecting us from coronavirus. No. Some of you need to get it. Yeah, yeah, and 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 when you. When you do get it, just know he he's in control of that too. Like he he decided it was your time to have it. Everything is being orchestrated to show people that they're not connected to God like they would think they are. God is not connected to your physical success. Your effort is. God is not connected to your sickness. Your bad habits are. Your the fact that you're in a very fragile and temporary body is. What God is connected to is something more greater. And so I'm not interested in God making me a rich man in money. I'm interested in having the riches that he possesses. Because there's not stacks of cash sitting in heaven. They are sitting in Fort Knox. They are printed by the Treasury Department. They are printing trillions of dollars right now to ship to all of you us. They are the ones that control money and the circulation of money. God controls peace and the circulation of it. He controls wisdom and the circulation of it. He controls power and the circulation of it. Yeah. It's real. It's real. Thanks for sending that this morning. Bro, it it did me good to hear not just you say you study. But to hear the product of it, it's like my mind is thinking about this and this because I've read, I ingested, I inhaled, and so I'm exhaling. And I guarantee you, the more you do it, because I'm, I'm getting to the point where I got to do it more. I did it enough, but now it's not enough. Yeah. It's always, you know what I'm saying? It's like lifting weights. This weight used to be what got me there. It don't get me there no more. I'm not even breaking a sweat. If the word ain't cutting me, I'm not reading it. You know what I'm saying? Like, it always has to cut me in order for me to build strength. Reading things and it don't hit me. Got to read more. Have to. Survival to fittest. They not going to eat me up. They going to eat y'all up. (laughs) They not going to eat me up. (laughs) Bro, it's so... Imagine... I know we about to roll out. Imagine if the stimulus package turns into the market of beasts. It ain't even worth it. <laughs> Bro, episode 139, Real Church Matters, Survival of the Fittest. Take y'all stimulus package if you want. We out. <laughs>